and welcome back to Bourbon Real Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting back in the Brock Bourbon Bar. We are chilling like a villain, not bugging, illing, or stilling. And we have Traverse City Whiskey Company in the house. And we've got some samples that they've sent over to us. And we're going to taste through these bad boys and enjoy them. And I, I, I don't know why I did this, but for some reason, I gave Jared the notes again today to God go through right. this stuff. And uh, thanks again, Nick and Barbara, for hosting. And then uh, we got Mr. Uh, Tim in the house, and we've got some fantastic cocktails, and we've got some bourbon, and we're we're just going to taste through this and go at it. So let's start off uh, with the first thing we've got here, which is a Traverse City um, Whiskey Co. Barrel Proof. It's coming in at 58.3% alcohol by volume, which is going to be, what, 116.6 if my math is good today. Um, I've had a lot to drink, so I'm not 100% certain whether my math is any good or not, but that, that at least seems to be somewhat right. Then the second thing we're going to try is going to be the Traverse City North Coast Rye, which is coming in right at 90 proof. And then we're going to have the Traverse City Whiskey Barrel Proof Rye, which is coming in at 112 proof. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, what are we sniffing on here? What are we getting and uh, on the well, before we dive in, Jerry, tell us a little bit about Traversity. I know it's in Michigan. They're in the the cherry capital of the world. One of the reasons we're doing a cocktail today is because they sent us some of their specialty cocktail cherries, so that way we could try it in an old fashioned. And uh, g- give us a little bit more details on it, man. Do you want me to just read the paragraph that's you, on this? You can absolutely I just mean, read the paragraph. Can you read without like fumbling? No, I can do it. Okay, you do, you do you, man. Traverse City Whiskey Company is an independent and locally owned distilled spirits company based in Traverse City, Michigan, that's dedicated to producing approachable premium to super premium whiskey and bourbon. Known as the Whiskey of the North, the upstart company draws upon its early family roots in the distilled spirits industry dating back to the late 1800s, so sourcing all grains. You're saying Traverse City? Traverse. It's Traverse City. Is it Traverse? Yes, sir. Okay, so no. the, Sorry. Tim is from is from shit. Chicago, so oh, I, 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 he probably knows better than we do. So Traverse, we, we just City. don't want to offend I, all the people up in Michigan. That's fine. This is their stuff. You know, it's you, a good thing I'm. Do you know why Indiana doesn't fan. fall in the Ohio River? Because Michigan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> I'm from no. Illinois. <laughs> so I, I tell that one of my one of my good friends, David Boudet, is he is an East East Lansing boy, and uh, we always joke, and that's one of the things I always told him whenever it was it was a big joke because I'm an IU fan, and not that I don't like Michigan or Michigan State or Detroit or anything. Matter of fact, I love the UP; it's one of my favorite places to vacation. But that's always one joke I always like like to tell him. You know why Indiana doesn't fall in the Ohio River? Because Michigan sucks. So. Anyway, back to tra- Traverse. I mean, City. that was the end of the that oh, was the end of the paragraph. Did but it? Okay. the coolest thing is that oh, does it say who the master distiller is there? Uh, not that I have here at the moment, but I'm sure I can read, read a little deeper and see what we got there. I'll so it out. anyway, why why while he's reading, which is it's going to take about a while, Nick, what do you get on this nose, brother? Light notes of caramel, vanilla. There's a little bit of sharpness, like the, I, I do get a slight ethanol. You know sharpness, but it's not uh, it's not off putting. I, I get where you're coming from there. There, it's 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 a little boozy on the nose, but it's not crazy. I I also get um like some faint like uh, leather and a little bit of uh what I would call like almost like the uh, and, and Barbara. I love the the fact that she brought this note up in a previous episode. A little bit like that hung tobacco. Absolutely. Yeah, like that the aromatics that come from tobacco as it's drying. 
So I can tell you that um, here it says the distilling team is led by Chris Fredrickson, who is the co-founder, and then Jared Rapp and Moti Goldring. I'm sure I butchered the hell out of both of those names, but yeah. But as for exactly who look, the master distiller look is, look at Jared. I don't know exactly. I haven't figured it out yet, but no, all good, all, all good. Right. We just yep. want to make sure we're giving them props for for what they're making here. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it doesn't smell like Michigan. Really? No, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's, there's a wood grainy. I don't know. Yeah, I, it does have some wood to it. I don't. I don't know that. It's weird. It's almost like it's not oak though. Yeah, I'm not getting oak. Maybe a little cedar in there. Cedar? Yeah, no. I can't pinpoint. It's 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 almost like it's more of a nut than it is an actual wood. Like I'm getting like a little bit of like pecan or or or, or almond maybe. And it could be even pecan wood, like that's. I'm that. thinking wood. Yeah, like pecan st- wood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely. It's definitely unique. It's different. It's a. Little, it's a little. It's a little different for sure. I would agree with you. I think it, Barbara. It was. It is definitely. I think more of a wood nose. I, I wonder if they source their water from Lake Michigan. That's probably no. why. It's no, you can't. Can, can you use Lake that, Michigan water? That's like polluted. Is it okay? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I I, so I have no idea. Out of the Ohio so River. so in Michigan, Lake mm-hmm. Michigan. So think Ohio- about. East um, Chicago and the steel mills and dumping all that into Lake Michigan. Yeah. And then people just, fish just dying all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to drink Okay, I I didn't know. So, but a lot of people would say the same thing about the Ohio River, but the natural aquifers that that come from the Ohio River is what we pull all of our water from. And it's limestone water. So it's been kind of like that shell and everything else that comes through that limestone is is what purifies it. So I didn't know if lakes had a similar effect. So, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I enjoy I, the nose, though. I do like the nose. I mean, it's a good nose. It's just, it's different. It's it's not like most other bourbons that we, ha- it's not it's not a Kentucky bourbon. It's definitely not an Indiana bourbon by, 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 by nose. Absolutely. One thing I'm picking up now that is set airing for a little bit is almost like maybe a peanut shell. Like you would whenever you first open like a bag of peanuts. Mm. Like a like a boiled peanut. House. Yes, boiled peanut. Okay. Yeah. No, I get exactly what you're talking about now when you say that. So you say that, and I'm thinking like walking into a Texas Roadhouse, I'm just yeah, that, like yeah, yeah, like straight peanut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed with you. I'm gonna tell you what this drinks at proof. It's got some heat. It's all on the front palate though. It's like literally a a, a pop of like heat, and then you get like caramel, a little vanilla, and then it's just smooth it just goes down like quick like there's almost no finish on this thing at all which is just unusual for that much pop on the front on the front palate now weirdly enough i am having something linger on my mid palate almost like that kind of like peanut peanut butter something long just a nuttiness that's just lingering on that mid palate for me see i get it on the sides of the tongue yeah yeah, yeah. that's where i'm getting front it. to side of the tongue yeah but then, i'm like you so again, I agree on that back palate. There's like nothing. However, if you take a good sip and put it through, um, what I'm seeing is when I'm breathing in after I've done that is I'm getting some different flavors. Um, not necessarily on that back palate, but it's just almost like a nose back. I, it's a hard one to describe, but you and I, I think, think I see you what get you're it. getting at because I'm getting a lot more, a lot of those like the nut notes, like yeah. The, the, but the it's like when you whatnot. breathe in after you've taken it, you're getting it in that back palate, even though you're not really tasting it. I would agree yeah. with you on that, though. 
I'm surprised there's not more uh, a more prevalent Fuck off, Nick. <laughs> uh, a more prevalent fruit note on this. I was thinking the same thing while you're over here chuckling. Agreed. Yeah, there's there is definitely no fruit. Yeah, I mean it's it's just not. There's not a whole lot of fruit there, and, it, and typically with anything like I was expecting to get some more dense or heavier fruit notes, just because of the fact that the, there there there's a, a hint of some stuff in the aroma piece. Now, with adding a couple of drops of water, it does open up the nose quite a bit. Yeah, it gets very sweet. Yeah, 100%. Really? Because I don't get a lot of that sweetness, actually. I feel like it's bringing some of the fruit forward on the on the rye, too. And I think that's maybe where I'm getting more of the sweet is. is that I'm yeah. getting more of fruit. the rye. Yeah, the rye fruit. is coming out, but it's but it's a sweeter version of that rye. It's, yeah. It's, it's softer and more subtle. Okay, maybe I see what you're getting at now. My palate's still expanding, so it's yeah, all good. It's good. That's what she said. Now that rye like. does linger just for it. It lingers longer than without water. Agreed. I tell you what, I think there's just a, still a lot of spice on that though, on that nose. There is still a lot of spice, but, it, but, but spice. it's it's a lot Not sweeter bad, with a little water. I definitely, I, I honestly prefer, and, and I'm very rarely am I this way. I prefer water on this. I think I agree with you. I just think a, a sing, sing, single cube. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like this would be something definitely I would just put on the, on, a, on a single rock and let it just kind of do its thing and kind of mellow out and hang. Yeah, and the I nose is that. Now, now the nose is getting more complex. You're getting a little bit more tobacco, like an actual rich tobacco. I was just thinking that. I was like, I just A little bit of cherry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A little bit of like cardamom or maybe like allspice, something in that. I'm leaning more towards cardamom. I'm not cardamom, getting the okay. oddest allspice. The water doesn't help the, the the hug, but. Absolutely no. But I would agree. I think it's a lot better with the uh, with a little bit of water and whatnot on the, t- mm. on the palate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's definitely a unique pour. I, I, I kinda like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this off so that way I can go back and sniff this glass later. The, the barber effect. I enjoy it though. It's a very, yeah. very enjoyable. Absolutely. Board. No, hundred percent. It's definitely enjoyable. All right. The next one is the North Coast Rye. This one's the one that's weighing in around ninety proof. It's their small batch rye. Is this what you made the cocktail out of, or did you make it out of the barrel strength, Barbara? Barrel strength, right? Whatever is the bottle kill. Oh yeah, it's the bottle kill. <laughs> Never mind. Barrel strength for sure. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so the North Coast Rye, and I, does it say what the mash bill is on these North Coast Rye versus the 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 Traversity Barrel Strength Rye? Do give me seen? a second. Give me a second. Oh my goodness! Here it's we go. Here. So I got like five different well, things. I know. Um, so. I got it right here for you. So it's a unique blend of two mash bills. Uh, first mash bill is a hundred percent rye. Okay. And the second mash bill is ninety-five five. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so I wonder if they used MGP. This says um, on a couple of the other things. It said it did say that like the ninety-five five was sourced. So yeah, it so would not surprise me, but it yeah. does not say in this specific paragraph. It's that probably it was MGP. I mean, they're the most yeah. infamous ninety-five five out there. I would agree. It's also, it says it's barreled at 120 proof, bottled at 90. Now, that's what this paragraph says. Now, on the bottle itself, it does say distilled and bottled uh, by them. Okay. So, I'm wondering if they did the 100% themselves and maybe MGP the 95.5. That would make more sense since it's saying it's distilled and bottled there. It also says that the rye whiskey has a minimum H statement of three years and is the newest addition to the whiskey lineup. It smells new. Um, so I get, I get a little bit of what you're saying as far as the newness goes, but I, I, I think part of that is is the type of maybe rye that they're using because it, it's it, it's kind of floral, but not in the same way of as floral as we've tried recently on the podcast. I guess would be the best way of putting it. It's like a more delicate floral. Okay. It's not as pungent or as strong. 
but I, I get I get a little youthfulness, not much depth to it, at least on the aroma. Mm, I could see where you're coming from. I could definitely I, I definitely pick up what you're putting down. Now this one's actually batch seven, so it's it's one of their newer batches of 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 that newer batch. You okay, though, Jer? I get this weird like almost. I don't want to. Not that this is a bad thing, but almost soapy note. Almost soapy, kind of not like soap soap. So it's funny like, you okay, said that. So so do you like cilantro? I was about to say that cilantro. Yes, I do yeah. like cilantro. I swear to you not, I was about to say that cilantro. So maybe that's what it is. Because that's so. what like a greeny like, like yeah. 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 It's not like it's not like it's I'm not gonna go wash pudding. my hands. No, it's not an off pudding. It's yeah. that it's the it's the you know, spice only like of a cilantro. Four percent of the population can taste soap when they taste cilantro. You're one of them. My dad. See, I yep. love cilantro. I, I love ate it. it. With a passion, really? dude. I, my dad cilantro hates is one of my favorite. Absolutely herbs hate on the planet. You go to Kidoba or Chipotle and you get that white rice with the cilantro in it. Mm, that's that's the, the crazy part. Chewy's has their what is that sauce, Nick? Oh, Isn't the, that a the cilantro creamy thingy? jalapeno sauce yeah. or whatever? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's or not cilantro. Yeah. No. It's creamy jalapeno, but it does have cilantro in it. It's jalapeno, okay. cilantro. I think the jalapeno helps cut the cilantro <laughs> for me because I Onion love that stuff. Onion and garlic powder. There's a lot of things that go in that. Yeah. But it's mainly buttermilk and uh, I think it's buttermilk and mayonnaise or buttermilk and sour I don't know, cream. but it's amazing. It is, it is very good. I don't like either, but mayonnaise and sour cream, I mean. So the the jala, creamy jalapeno sauce from Chewy's is good. I'm not talking about that. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Individually, so, you're yes. not okay. Yes. So, Tim, what's That's your opinion on this one? I, 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 you've made a couple of different faces, and I don't know if they're good or bad or indifferent, or if it's just that you've, you you're trying to decipher. It's a uh, cilantro tasting like soap. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you Never. obviously don't get that flavor then when you eat no, cilantro. because I like cilantro. I do too. I love cilantro. But there are so, like 5% of the population mm. or 4% of the population tastes soap when they when the, when they try it. So I'm getting some kind of ochre cedar um, and the smell, the taste. Uh, I think the second pour is a lot better than the first pour. Really? As far as, I don't know. It's just the first one. Was, the weeder likes this rye. Yeah. Let's say I, I still like the nose on the first one. I haven't gotten delve into this one yet. For yeah, taste, I, but. I'm I'm tasting it. I mean it, it. It seems like it's missing something. Like in you talked about the youthfulness of it, and I think that's where it is. It's that youthfulness that I'm just not getting the depth and, of a flavor. And that it's not be. bad. No, it's no, I was it's say. perfectly good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. fine. I just it's missing something. It's like that, there's a bite that's missing, that. or it's missing some of the fruit forward notes that you typically get from a decent rye that's like a, this. Now let me know if, if you guys are getting the same thing. Whenever I tasted this, whenever I tasted it, it almost just ran over the front palate like nothing. Tiny hit on the mid, and it just falls off the back like it's almost like water. It's like you could crush this. I was gonna say without yeah. any problems. Oh, it's very not, crushable for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, but you're not getting much depth. I mean, usually yeah. even with some of the crushable bourbons that, that are out there, you still get some flavor. I'm just not getting much much out of this one. No, I'd hundred percent agree with what you're saying there. Yeah. So I wonder so. how much longer you'd have to keep it in the barrel to. Uh, I mean, get a little more honestly, with flavor. it being a mixture of 100% rye and 95.5, I mean, it, it could be a, a total variable there, right? You don't really know. I mean, because it's not like, I mean, yes, it's the lightest of the three that we tried as far as color standpoint goes. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. But that's what I'm saying. That's not a, it's, it's not horrible. I mean, it's light, but it's not horrible. It's about what you would think of a colorful, uh, uh, golden kind of like almost like a canadian light whiskey color yeah almost like a uh, canadian whiskey or an amber like color that comes through on that yeah. yeah so but it's not super rich but it's definitely out there 
So this was awarded the double gold medal at the 2021 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Not saying that means anything. I'm just saying that's what it was. Yeah. Not- and it was, we. you were right. It was 100% right from the Traverse City Whiskey Company. And Traverse. 90- Traverse. I'm sorry. Traverse. Traverse. I thought I was saying it right. But that's all good. Not. But then uh, the 95.5 uh, was sourced. Gotcha. So it's probably MGP. Okay. So adding water to it, man, it just like it's nothing but rye now. Like the yeah. the whole nose is just like spice and floral. I don't know. I've not tried it yet, but it's just it smells like just old school, like young rye. Very young. Oh, that cilantro note comes through so Absolutely. hard. Yes. I'm sorry. It's it, that's just it's sticking with me. Oh, is that the cilantro or the soapy cilantro? Uh, both. No, I'm just kidding. Depends on who you are. <laughs> the, the taste is actually, it's slightly improved mm-hmm. with a little bit of water. You, you get a little bit more rye pop yeah. out of it than you did before. At least I, for me. I'm so not getting a whole lot of rye. You get it, you, you get more up front. Yes. 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 But it, it, the finish is gone. Like, no, I mean, no, what yeah. little finish it had is gone now mm-hmm. with a little yeah. bit of water. It just hangs out and it's just, just rye. Yeah. I'm just getting that it's kind of like taste. tongue tingle a little bit around mid mid sides, and that's about what I get. And you know, just kind of a, maybe a lingering that uh, spice tingle, and that's about all I get. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. All right, barrel strength rye, 112 proof. This one's just different too. A little bit more spice. This one's re- more reminiscent of the first one. It's a little boozier. So this was also awarded double gold medals. Same at mash bill. The 2022 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. This is 22, not 21. But uh, contains a mash bill of 95.5. That was source. Yeah, okay. It's bottled at 117.6. Uh, minimum of six years. Okay. Six years. This has more of an MGP 95.5 smell, at least I, to me. That's what I was going to say that. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of MGP. Mm-hmm. With it being a minimum of six years, though. It's not very dark. It's not for, very dark for, for a six, six year. year. Yeah. Little pop, little floral. It's got some caramel in there. Yeah, I mean it just it just tastes like a, your traditional or smells. I'm sorry, not taste. Yeah, it touch smells, of pine. It's got yeah. some pine in there, and now it's almost a little that, mint forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a little bit. We'll see what Nick says. There's a strong woody smell. In oh there. yeah, for sure. Strong but it's like pine. Woody. It's like pine. It's like a little. Tim said it earlier. There's a little cedar on this one. And then, uh, I'm just picking up mint and wood. Mint and wood. So I, the nose is a lot of mint. I mean, yeah. it really is, which could is that, unusual. I don't typically get off an MGP rye. No. Could that be clove at the end in the back? It could be a little clove. Because I was thinking pepper or clove, but it's not, doesn't bite as much as pepper does. When, won an award in San Francisco, apparently. Wow. Apparently, palate's better than ours. Or a lot different than ours. I was going to say, let me say I, it that way. that or it depends on the I actually the like, I like this one a lot more than, than the other two. Agreed. True. This one is my favorite of the three. Um, I think it has a complexity of flavors that's unique like the, and interesting. The front to mid versus, palate is a yeah. lot more. It's got some diversity to it. It's got some complexity. Um, the, the mint doesn't follow through quite as much on the palate as it does on the nose. You get you get some some nice forward notes. I'm gonna call this like a honeysuckle, um, a little bit of citrus, and I would say just a touch of and where there's original. Okay. Now I know that Jared. Yes, ma'am. Okay. 
I'm really bad with names. I apologize. Just call me dumbass. Oh, whatever. You can roll with that half the time. Uh, no, that's his name. <laughs> half the time. That's Nick's name. Sorry. Um, Jared and I were tasting this a while back. Was this the one that I brought the interesting cashew out? Or was that the... The North Coast, right? The North Coast. I can't remember. I think it was the North Coast. I think it was the North Coast. So... And I think you're right now that I'm thinking about it, but I'm still getting a little bit, I'm getting more of the, like the processed cashew on this one. Whereas in the North Coast one, I was getting um, a very fresh cashew um, that not many people have tasted unless you've been down in the South, like Caribbean, where was that, Nick? Was that Honduras? With all fairness, you're one of the few people that, will constantly bring up cashew because it's literally the only nut that you like. I do like it. <laughs> so that being said, I I don't get cashew at all, but I do get some nuttiness. So, well, and that's what he and I were talking about earlier is we're getting kind of that nutty, but it's still more of a like a floral and a um, like a smooth kind of nutty. And that's where I get that cashew straight from the tree. And that's one thing that most people haven't had. So one thing that Nick and I learned when we were on one of our cruises is cashews are poisonous straight off the tree. They have to be roasted in some way or another. Okay. Um, Something I didn't know, but go ahead. You're they're welcome. also a fruit. Apparently. And they're a fruit. Yes. I knew but that. The, but, but they grow, the, the actual nut, nut grows outside, outside of the fruit. fruit. It's, gotcha. it's on the bottom. Google a picture. It's weird looking. It so. is really cool. But <laughs> so really what's to? interesting <laughs> with that is what we have here in the United States is a very processed, like a commercial process. So the cashews come out crunchy. Um, whereas because again, like I was saying, they were poisonous. They have to be roasted in some way or another. Um, but down where we were, they literally put them on the sidewalk and roasted them by the sun. And doing that, it was a very soft, chewy nut that had a lot of floral and a very creaminess. And that's what I get in that North Coast. Mm -hmm. That's weird. I agree. Right. Looks like some kind you. of weird apple, like well, pear. I said a pe it's like a pear apple with like a nut hanging off the it bottom It is considered of it. a cashew apple. Oh, see, I weird. said it looked like a pepper. Yeah, he did. I could he say did. that too. Yeah, I could see where he you're saying it. looks like a weird did. pepper. So you, you're saying cashew, which mm -hmm. I, I can appreciate, like I said, the nuttiness, but mm -hmm. it's almost weird. And, and I'm, I, I know I'm going to sound crazy when I say this, macadamia nut. It's almost like that sun tanny lotion, like... Like weird, like it, it's got some. I like, came up with that as well when I was talking with Jared. She earlier. said that before she said before the cashew. I said the cashew. Yeah, like a, almost it's like, like a macadamia. It's more nut. of the creaminess of a macadamia. Yeah, but it's the sun roasted flavor of a cashew. Yeah, so I've had toasted macadamia nuts because okay. when I worked at the cookie store, mm -hmm. like we we got toasted yeah, macadamia absolutely. nuts. Absolutely, and I could see where you that would come through, and and, and it's yeah. weird because I've honest to goodness I've never gotten that on a bourbon or a rye ever. Right, this that, it's definitely unique. That it's one is very unique, um, but I am getting kind of that cashew macadamia nut type. Creaminess. There's, it's there's that almost creaminess. like a little bit of coconut in there. Yeah. It's almost like a like a, a weird like. I don't know. It's so weird. And, and I think it's not necessarily the taste of coconut, but when I think of like the chew or the, or the, 
the the fattiness that coconut has, that mouth fill, you know, when you're chewing on a piece of coconut, like it, it's kind of got the 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 it's the it, coating aspect. Yes, it's the coating aspect so, of how coconut like layers the outside portion yes. of your mouth. It's got yes. that that viscosity and that 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 oiliness. that mouthful and the yeah, oiliness. That oiliness. Yeah. So this summer we went on a cruise and I went to Jamaica and I had fresh machete machete um, cut coconut and they threw a straw in there and that's what i'm getting is that that raw coat of the coconut that's a very sweet coconut by the way it's interesting with water added to it i haven't done that yet it's interesting with water added to the nose itself i haven't i haven't the nose is very interesting very floral i get it opens up the 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 flowery floral notes on the nose with the water straight up same with the taste yeah okay you all have really good palates I don't know that we have really good palates, but I just, I just hear, I just wooden spice, wooden spice, and, and that's fair. And it seems like that's all fair. of them because I can't get to the the outer notes. Right, can't. you'll get there. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things of like going as you're you you taste and experience different things. What I try to do whenever I do things, I try to associate mine more with food. I don't really, mm-hmm. I you know, the, the bourbon wheel helps me try to narrow things down if I'm getting a block. But I try to narrow it down by food I've experienced before, eaten before. I try to tie it to memories, exactly. Yeah. Like a memory of something that I've tried before. Like, where is that coming from? And like and like I said, it doesn't taste necessarily like a macadamia nut. But no. what, like I'm thinking of like when you bite into a macadamia nut. And I don't know how many macadamia nuts you, you've eaten in your life. Maybe it's not a lot, right? Because it's not a very prominent or very common nut. Mm-mm. But when you bite into it, it has a very distinct oily feel to it. Mm-hmm. And it has a very distinct... Um, like crispness that comes with that nut taste. Yeah. It's not your typical cashew or pecan or almond or walnut or any of those things that are very much more robust than it. Like mm-hmm. macadamia nuts and like cashews are probably the two mildest of the nuts that you eat. Absolutely. And then you tie in probably pecan is next and then it kind of goes into maybe an almond, then it goes into a walnut, then it goes into a black walnut, and then it goes into, you know, whatever other nuts that pop into that wheel. Mm-hmm. Um they get more robust as the bigger or the darker that you get in those situations. Like a Brazil nut is probably someplace in the middle, middle there, but like that's the way I dive into it. But I, Mm -hmm. but I've eaten a billion nuts in my life and I don't know why it's just something that's one of the things that we've snacked on Jared's like, (laughs) I've eaten a bunch of nuts in my life. I, that I did say it, and it's going to be on the podcast. So somebody's going to somebody's going to tie that into a clip, and they're going to post that and put it on my Facebook page. I've eaten lots of nuts in my life. That's Bring it on. Said. So, all right, we're going to dive into this cocktail that Barbara made. <laughs> this thing just went way off the rails. Now I'm sorry. It's all good. It's my fault. It is your fault, but it's okay. Were you going to taste it, Tim? The cocktail. <clears throat> I have plenty. I'm gonna dive it. I'm gonna grab this cherry out of here before we before I drink it. Oh, I'm gonna grab the cherry out. You got some sticky fingers going deep. Notice at the bottom the cherry juice have just kind of coated the bottom. Sticky. Yep. Yeah. So um, when I was reading about these cherries that they did, um, I was reading that they chose to use North Northern Michigan Balaton cherries. All oh, these cherries are delicious. They were harvested exclusively from orchards in the. Tri- Traverse, Traverse, Traverse. Okay, I might get it one of these one of these times. Traverse City area. The syrup is mixed with Traverse City straight bourbon whiskey, 
brought to a boil while the balaton cherries are heated to a near boil in a nearby copper pots before jarring. Hmm. Wait, gets better. (laughs) Once the premium cherries are jarred and weighed, they get backfilled with the boiling syrup, which has burned off all the alcohol during its slow cooking process. Yeah. To to me, these are, these are very delicious. I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's a Luxardo, but it's a really good cherry. I mean, it's a really, really good cherry. It holds up in this cocktail very well. Um, it's got some sweetness. It's got a little tartness. Um, it, it hits on all the cylinders for me. I, I really, really enjoy this cherry as a general rule. Now I'm going to go in and try this cocktail while, while I'm doing that. Nick, what do you got, brother? Oh, the the uh, cherry just is in this cherry. I guess, did you put a little cherry juice in there as well? Uh-huh. Because I, I see the coating towards the bottom of this, and it is... It's very it's good. It's very, very thick and very incredible. Right. It's like molasses. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you look at that thing and you just kind of move the jar around and it just looks like molasses. Agreed. Yeah, the cherry was very, still very solid. It wasn't mm-hmm. too squishy. Mm-mm. Dude, this old-fashioned is fire. <laughs> so we still have to do an old-fashioned off at some point in time. What kind of, what kind of, did you use an Angostura or did you use an Orange Bitters? What did you use on this? Are you going to give people your secret? That's, I guess that's the best question. Hold that thought and let me go tight. take a look and figure it out. <laughs> she was so drunk she didn't know what she put in there. I, I know what she did. I'm letting her just kind of dangle on, a, on the end of a wire. Is, it, is, is this one of the ones where she uses the, the fancy sugar you all use? Oh, always. That's a, that's always, a staple That's for a us. staple. Okay. So while she's looking at that, um, the last note I have for, the, for these cherries are that these cherries are one of the only cocktail cherry products both grown and jarred in the u.s hmm. that's the last note i got for luxardos are made in france are they not yes scott they are <laughs> no i have no idea no but fuck no fucking clue michigan's <laughs> always been known for cherries oh so yeah i mean they're... cherries apples i mean michigan is very very you know prominent for certain foods for sure you're holding that awfully far away do you need me to read it for you well i don't know what it says <laughs> I gotta get my glasses. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass it to Nick and let him read it because <laughs> I don't know. Yes, it's your Angostura. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I didn't know how to say that. And yeah. then Angostura. I also put a little bit of the Woodford Reserve orange, orange bitters as well. Gotcha. So you're Excellent. double orange. Okay, that orange. might be why it's so citrusy, Actually, no, but it's no, delicious. We're, we're triple orange. Triple orange, uh, and so uh, obviously, you know, we oh, don't Cointreau. Have, well, we can't. Well, actually, actually, it's four. Or did you do the uh, Grand Marnier? I still had the Grand Marnier. All right, so uh, we then it'll be four because instead of you know typical old fashioned requires an orange peel, right? Typically, but unfortunately because we don't have old fashions as frequent, it's hard to keep fresh oranges around to be able to no, keep those peels yeah. on. And so we usually supplement that with a single drop of orange extract. Okay, mm-hmm. so orange extract, some or Cointreau slash Grand Marnier, then you got some Angostura bitters, which is mm-hmm. basically an orange bitters, and then you have another orange bitter on top of that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now this thing's it's good. It's for sure good. And that's aside from our secret, uh, secret um, sugar. Sugar. Is it confectioner sugar? No. Nope. Secret uh, won't be named. I can't remember what the sugar was. She told me. I After just don't remember what it is. Podcast. It's probably CBD sugar. <laughs> <laughs> THC sugar. So uh, absolutely it, not. <laughs> it, is, it is actually baker sugar. Um, baker sugar t- 
tends to be more crystal crystallized than granular because whenever uh, the reason the crystal dissolves a lot better than the granular sugar because you usually if you use typical granular sugar it will kind of get a slurry at the bottom yep. depending on how much you use and to because uh, we used actually use a granular sugar at the very beginning when we were making our old fashions and we said we had to find another better way because all we're living we have this little soup at the bottom of the at the end of the glass yeah so for me i i i like the the method you guys use but i am a i am a brown sugar simple syrup snob okay like i'll take about a cup and a half of brown sugar and a cup of water and i will reduce it until it gets to a really really thick consistency simple syrup but that brown sugar it just hits different um but i definitely get you know where you guys are coming from on Mm -hmm. this thing it it definitely gives it some complexity that i've that i don't typically get in an old-fashioned for sure but this syrup is like i mean it's i mean (laughs) scott saw me stick a finger in there like literally clean it off the bottom of the glass after i'd already drank the old-fashioned there's some good there's some good ass cherries yeah but the the citrus note that when we were when barbara was experimenting earlier the citrus note came through so much at the end that yeah. was really surprising for Bar- both Barbara and I. Well, and and he brought it up, and it'd be interesting to hear if anybody else gets it at that very, it's like after you sit for a minute or two, all of a sudden, all Jared and I got was a lemon. It just popped hmm. really quick. And I'm not going to say that it lingered or anything. It was just all of a sudden that extra kind of sour citrus. Yeah. Just all of a sudden hit real hard and then disappeared. But what's funny is I didn't get it this time. Interesting. Which okay. Is, which, which I don't know if it's because it sat for so long when the Maybe. water mixed in with it. Maybe. I don't know what it was, but I didn't get it as much this time. I still yeah. get the citrus, but I don't get that mm-hmm. specific. That I mean, it was like a lemon. lemon. It was like a lemon firework just boom. And then was gone. Yeah. Huh. It was wild. Yeah, it was like a I lemon drop I didn't or get something. Lemon. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. For just for a hot second and then it was gone. It was yeah. out of there. Huh. I don't know. I don't, it's I like don't a get streaker lemon. on a football field. They're on and they're off. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're getting speared by a football player and then suing them. And um, get a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. I, listen, uh, I like them all. Um, if I was going to pick one, I would probably take the Barrel Strength Rye of the three. That's my favorite. Um, I prefer all of them with water except for the Barrel Strength Rye. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, cherries, delicious. Absolutely. Love them. Phenomenal. Yes. So that that's where I stand on these three three pours and the cherries. Where are you at, Nick? I like the, 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 the nuttiness that came through on the... the uh, the regular bourbon, I liked a little bit more. I consider that one barrel strength rye two, and then the uh, North Coast rye three. Um, I think these are amazing in a cocktail setting. I think these they all stand up in a cocktail, um, and I will agree with you. I, I think I prefer all of them with at least one rock. Okay, right. Jared. So it doesn't matter either way, neat or with water or ice. It, to me, it was still the bourbon, the barrel strength bourbon, the barrel strength rye, and then the North Coast rye. Okay, so you're with you're, but I'm not as much you're of with a Nick. rye fan. No, you're all good. That 95.5, I'm not Barbara? a big fan. 100% the barrel proof rye is absolutely knock it out of the park for me. Yeah. Um, that being said, I prefer it 100% neat. That one is one of the only ones I like neat. I liked it neat for sure. I was absolutely. like that with you. 
Um, I'm going to have to, ironically enough, put the North Coast Rye at my end um, at number three. Um, but again, that one, there were so many different aspects of it, neat versus with the water. Um, I could do easily both. Gotcha. All right. Um, whereas the, um, the straight rye, the barrel proof or the, I'm sorry, the whiskey, the bourbon one, um, definitely I needed a, a drop or two or water. Gotcha. All right. So me and you're on the same, same ballpark. Tim, where are you yep. at brother? So I go in reverse order. So the last one, um, was the best, the, uh, barrel proof rye. Barrel proof rye. Second one was the, uh, North coast rye. I enjoyed that. And then the last one was uh, the first one we tasted, this regular straight barrel-proof one. So you're the barrel-proof, regular, rye. the other rye, the North Coast rye, and then the last is the bourbon. Yep. And all right. A lot better with water. You liked them all with water better? Yes. Okay. So pretty pre- pretty unanimous that the barrel-strength rye is the, is the favorite. Um, I don't know if that's because that's the MGP and that's what we're kind of, we're all from that southern Indiana region, so we're all pretty familiar with MGP rye. Um, but you know, that's kind of our review of these three bottles. We love the cherries. We, we enjoyed the bottles. We just, we, we definitely have a preference for the, the 95, five rye. Um, and I think most of us preferred the bourbon second versus the North coast. Um, but that's the review. That's where we're at. If you want to find bourbon barrel talk, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us at bourbon barrel talk at gmail.com. This is Scott, Nick, Tim, Barbara and Jared signing off. Peace out. Peace Peace. out.